contains graphic and exclusive content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener's discretion is advised. What's up, everybody? God damn it, Lucia! I told you they're gonna. Don't fucking like was... it. Okay. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to season two, episode four. Am I right? Yes. Episode four. You're listening to Booze with Booze. I'm Lucia. And I'm Gabby. Ooh, I'm cute! That, that was very good. I, you didn't even have to point at me. Yeah, that was time. the first time I didn't have to point at Gabby. She knew her line. Let's see if she remembers her other one in a little bit. Okay, okay. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our Valentine episode that came out last week. Um, that was a pretty cool one. Pretty sad. I feel like your story was better. No, yours was pretty good. Yeah. Yours was good. Yeah. I liked it. It wasn't as good. You know, it's cool. It's just me. So I think my story today is really interesting. Really? I think yeah. mine is like, I want to low key go into an episode only talking about this. Like, that's how interested I am in this topic. Damn. I'm very excited. But we'll see. We'll see whose story is better. Oh, now I feel like yours is going to be better. No, 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 no. no. I don't think. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, know. yeah. Um,. I didn't really have anything to start off with. I hope your Valentine was good. I hope you used protection. You're not going to have a Valentine baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> um, what is in our glass? Oh, wow. Good cue. Good cue. <laughs> I like how you just threw that one in there. Um, today, we went back to the cheap stuff, you know. Yeah. got to go back. We only did a Valentine drink because it was Valentine's Day. Yep. So Broke we are drinking. Problems. Yeah broke bitch problems um we are drinking truly hard seltzer pineapple flavor the big boy it tastes like flavored water yeah it's really good actually it's 24 we're drinking the 24 ounces 24 fluid ounces Ew. and uh why am i saying ooh so much lately i don't, know. I that, don't like is that it. your word of the month i guess so. <laughs> i feel like every time you say anything i'm like ew why do you not like me i don't know <laughs> Anyways, that's what we're drinking, truly. Um, I was really hard on White Claws for a while, but honestly, I kind of like these better. Yeah, I think it's just, like, better because it's, like, I'm tired of Yeah, I feel like we, was, like, a new flavor. we blew through the White Claws. We, yeah. We did too much with the White Claws. Yeah, we overdid it. Yeah. Okay. Um, trying to think of anything else. Don't forget we have a merch store coming out soon. We will keep y'all posted. Um, don't forget dance? to leave don't us. Don't dance. <laughs> Nobody can see me. <laughs> I can and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm just shaking the shoulders, man. Shake the shoulders. Shake the sh- um, Don't forget to leave us a voicemail on Anchor to be featured in one of our future episodes. Please, please, please. please. We're asking you to either leave a comment or leave a voicemail. It's not that fucking hard. God damn it. It's not God. that fucking hard. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> one link. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I guess I'll, it's my turn first this, this week, right? Yepers. Mine's on oh, paper. Oh, thank God. I hate going first now. I usually have a computer, <laughs> and last week I had a, my phone, and now I have a piece of paper, and, um, it's very hard to, um, get to where I need to be. Um, all right. So I will start. Um, I am doing a story on black-eyed children. Do you know these? No. <gasps> you don't? 
No. I'm so excited. Is it a folklore or is it a, a it's like paranormal? a it's like a paranormal folklore. Ah. Mm, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Cool. Um. All right. So, black-eyed children. I think it's kids. But I feel like children sounds better. I'll say kids. Black-eyed kids <laughs> is a legend of paranormal creatures. They resemble children from the ages of 6 to 16. Mm -hmm. They have pale skin and black, black eyes. So when I say black eyes, like, the white part of their eyes are black, their pupils, everything. It's like their pupil is just fully grown over their eyes, just all black. Mm -hmm. Um, They wear dated clothes or clothes you may not see a child particularly wearing. So, Hmm. up-to-date clothes, I'm assuming. Okay. Um... The kids only appear to adults who seem to be alone and at nighttime. They always ask to either get a ride home for some reason. So either like to go get food, to use the restroom, to borrow a telephone. Um, When approached by these kids, an overwhelming feeling of fear and dread will fill the person that sees them. So if they were to walk up to one of us, yeah, um, we would see them, and automatically our whole body would be filled with fear and dread. Like, like you just know, probably because yeah. their eyes are all black. Well, that's, that's even before. Why. Even before you see their eyes, like oh. your body just like you're like they're children. Why am I scared right now? Like you, you know how your body knows sometimes. Yeah, um, right. But the body will know, and you'll be like, "Why am I so scared right now? Like it's just kids." So. Um, electronics go crazy when they're around, so your TV will start to static, telephones mm-hmm. will stop working, um, or cut in and out, radios will start to mess up and change channels on its own, etc. The kids will knock on house doors or vehicles insisting to be let in. Um, they seem so normal, but since they seem so normal, this makes them super creepy. Right. Um, there are many theories to these kids. Some people believe them to be vampires since they have to be welcomed in. You know how in vampire movies, like, you have to, uh, like, you can come into my house, like, Mm -hmm. before they can actually walk in. Yeah. You know? Okay, okay, yeah. So, some people believe they're vampires. Um, Some people believe that they're from, like, some type of demonic origin. Um, Others believe that they could be aliens. I've heard the alien one quite a bit. Like, like it's like the most frequent one mm-hmm. hey um question mm-hmm. where is this just all over the world all over or? the world oh, okay. um my first story actually is in texas so oh. um where it quote unquote originated from mm-hmm. so not there yet though give me a second okay okay sorry so um others believe they're aliens some sightings of the children have been claimed to see i'm sorry some sightings of the children um, people claim to see that they have talons on their feet, like eagles. Yeah. Um, however, most sightings, the children appear normal. They just have black eyes. In 2014, a British paper reported that the sightings of the children around the world are rising. So, oh, really? In 2014, yeah. So very recently. like What the? Yeah, they claim to be... This is... I'll tell my theories at the end, but this is low-key why I think it's aliens, because I feel like aliens are always trying to um, study us, mm-hmm. and this is basically their way of trying to get in, because it, once you hear how these um, kids talk, it's yeah. very um, blunt and, mm-hmm. like, proper. 
if that makes sense. Like somebody is trying way too hard to try to spit out the words that they need to say. Okay. That um, makes sense. So a little history. Um, they, the tale originated in 1996. However, sightings could have been seen way before then. Mm-hmm. Um, it was after a man named Brian Bethel. He had his first experience and wrote an article about this. Uh, the lore could have started, like I just said, years before, and his altercation, um, his altercation happened in Albaline, Texas, and he claims around the same time he had his encounter, someone from Portland, Oregon also had an encounter. Um, he didn't name this person, uh, he didn't really write their story, it was just what he claimed. Yeah. Um, Brian's article or post soon went viral and ended up on many creepypastas, is why some people don't really believe in this. Mm-hmm. Um, why they think it's a lore. Yeah, right. However, till this day, Brian stands behind his story and does not believe that he was, like, in a state of a dream or a hallucination. Um, he really believes and sticks by his story from what he told. In 2012, a film called Black Eyed Kids was made. Um, that's it with the history. I'm now going to tell three stories. So... When I'm telling these stories, I really like these. So, if you are into, if you're into these kids like I am at the end of this episode, please write us a comment and we may do a whole episode just revolving around these kids. So, the first story is with Brian Berthels. His first encounter with the children went a little like this. Ryan was needing to write a check. I'm assuming he was paying a bill. He was doing something. Mm. Um, he, so he pulled into a parking lot to uh, fill the check out, not far from a movie theater. He was so focused on this check, he didn't notice that two boys appeared on his driver's side window. He still did not notice until the older boy um, with the two knocked on his window. Uh, Berthel rolled down his window and was immediately filled with a soul-wrecking fear. Uh, he, but he couldn't understand why. Why he had this some fear. Damn, damn ass kids. Mm-hmm. Them damn ass <laughs> kids. Them damn ass kids. That's why you, that's, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> um, they were children after all. Rolling down his window, he asked the children how he could help them. The oldest boy was the only one to speak, and he claimed that they wanted to watch a film but forgot their money at home. Um, so they were asking Berthel to take them to their house to get money and then back up to the theater. Okay. Um, Berthel then goes on to ask them, what movie are you going to watch? Um, he says Mortal Kombat. So Berthel like, kind of looks at the movie theater and is like, okay, well... That's weird because Mortal Kombat has been the last show has already is already an hour in. Right. So by the time we go to your house, come back, the movie will be over. Yeah. So he kind of like started like, okay, that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the boy then saw Berthel's face when he realized that the movie that they wanted to see was nearly over. It had been playing for an hour at that point, and by the time he took the boys to and from the movie, uh, to and from the movie would be long over. The oldest boy reassured Bethel it wouldn't take long, and it was okay. They were just kids. They weren't going to hurt him. They didn't have a gun. They were harmless. This is 
this was very unsettling to Berthel and made him very uneasy. As soon as he said, the kid said, we don't have a gun. Like, we're not doing anything to you. Just let us in. Yeah, just let um, us in the car. Yeah, so that made him very uneasy. At this time, Berthel loses eye contact with the children and goes to lock his car door. So during this whole conversation, he's like, I'm assuming in a daze with these kids. He mm-hmm. doesn't really notice their eyes. He doesn't really notice anything weird, weird, just that he's scared for some reason. Right. So when he breaks eye contact to go to lock his door, um, he looks back up and Berthel realizes that the children's eyes are completely black. Oh, The oldest chills. boy starts to get frustrated. His tone of voice changes and he started to state, we can't get into the car unless you say it's okay. Let us in. What um, the heck? This is when Berthel threw the car in reverse. Luckily, there was nobody standing er, behind him. He went around the children and sped off. As he looked back, the children were gone. Um, this is one of Berthel's... Because um, he does have two. I only put one in here, though. Oh, he has other experiences? He has two experiences. Majority of the people that I've read only have had one. Oh, they out to get him. Yeah. Um, but that was only one of his stories. He fully stands behind that story and says, I know it was real. Like, there is no doubt about it was real. Yeah. So, on to my second story. Um, there was a couple and their 22-month-old child, and they were sleeping in bed. The mother was then awoken by their dog, Lucy. She was barking crazy at their bedroom door. The mother didn't think anything of this. They they just got the new puppy. She was still mm-hmm. a puppy. Yeah. Um, she was only about three months old. So, she assumed... Like, the house creaked, it's a little old, maybe the dog heard some wind or something. And it yeah, it's just, it. dogs bark. Right. right, they bark at anything. Literally. So, um, she thought maybe something, a noise like that frightened the dog. The dog still continued to bark, so she opened the door to show, like, what she shows her kids. Like, look, nothing's here, it's yeah, okay. Like, why are you barking? Exactly, like, it's fine. Um, as she opens the door, Lucy runs to the front door like, straight towards the front door and starts barking like crazy again. Mm. More aggressively than she had ever heard her bark before. So, when she went to the front door, Lucy starts barking very aggressively, like she's trying to attack something, basically. Right. Um, so, the mother went to open the door and go unlock it, but as soon as she goes to reach for the door, Lucy's behavior changes dramatically again. Um, okay. So Lucy starts to whimper and hide behind the mother's feet as oh, if like, she's don't frightened. Open the door. As if she's frightened, like terrified. Mm-hmm. She literally curls on the mother's feet. At this point, the mother started to become uneasy and her heart started to race. Like, why is my dog freaking out like this? Yeah. She was flooded with fear and dread. She had the urge to look out of her people and saw two young girls. So at this point, she hadn't. Open the door. She hadn't done anything because she saw the way the dog was acting. Right. So, one of the girls were about 16 and 17 years old with long honey blonde, honey blonde hair and long bangs. A pale, slender body wearing light wash jeans and an olive green hoodie. Holding the hands of an about a three to four year old. Mm-hmm. Um, this little, the three to four year old also had honey blonde hair pulled back in a ponytail, wearing light wash jeans and a button-down ivory cardigan. The little girl was looking at the ground shyly, the three- to four-year-old. Okay. At this moment, 
The mother still did not make any noises. She had not unlocked the door. She hadn't told the dog to shush. No lights were turned on. Nothing. However, this is when the oldest child spoke. Her voice filled with maturity, confidence. It, it was strong, and she had no accent. She said, we have to use your phone. How did she know the mother was standing right there with no indication that there was anybody even at the door? Yeah, for sure. Like, how did... That's weird. Yeah. And I'm picturing their voice to be, like, kind of... I don't know. Since you said alien, I picture it to be, like, kind of robotic. See, and, and that's proper. how I'm thinking. That's why I, I was saying, like, like, especially this girl's voice, it's very confident and strong. So, how I'm assuming she's saying it is, um, we have to use your phone. Like, just like that. Like, we have to use your phone. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I got chills. Yeah, in. so... Creepy. <laughs> the girl... So how does she know she was there? Um, the girl then lifts her head and the mother realizes why she couldn't see her eyes before. She thought just like the bangs were covering her eyes, mm-hmm. but now she really sees because she's still looking through the peephole. Yeah. Um, she sees that she can't see her eyes because her eyes were as black as the night sky. She then goes to say, the little girl outside, mm-hmm. our mother is worried. Just let us use your phone. This is when... The mother was endowed with fear, so she was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like, something. Did you not just right. bleep yourself out? Yeah, I did. On the f word. What oh the my. Fuck is happening? <laughs> um, so, do do do. Lost my spot. My bad. You uh, do that to me all the time. It's though. okay. <laughs> uh, so she started to take a step back, and on her second step back, because she was like, "Fuck, something's weird." Mm-hmm. So she starts to like walk back. On the second step that she took. The child's voice changes, and so what was once a polite, sweet voice turned into a hostile, demanding voice. The child goes on to say, we're not going to hurt you. If we wanted to do that, we would have broke in. I'll ask again. May we come in and use your phone? Ew. Um, oh, I said it again. Say it again? I said, no, I said it again. I oh, said, ew. Yeah. <laughs> um, at Sorry. When the little girl said that, Lucy snarls at the door, still protecting the mother, of course. Right. The mother was not sure, but she had an urge to go. So she was already two steps back. Mm-hmm. She had an urge to go back to the door and unlock it. She claimed it wasn't like something physical pulling her back, but it was more like subconscious. Like, this is why like, I think it's aliens. Yeah. It was like during sub- your head, like, you yeah. open the door. Yeah. Um, so she didn't, obviously. Um, she runs back to her room, locking the door and covering the window, and then silent for the rest of the night. Really? I hope she took Lucy with her. No, she didn't. She didn't. Okay. Um, she didn't go back to sleep that night, and she has never slept peacefully after that night. Oh, I don't think I would either. I That's scary. Yeah, I don't think I could. Oh my god. No, I'd be not. sleeping been, in my roommate's room. One of the, <laughs> literally, one of the articles that I read, they were saying that when you look at the eyes, like, it's something that you can't even describe. Like, it is the scariest thing to ever look at. Yeah. Um, I have one more story. Yes. Um, this story <laughs> happened on March 17th, 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was writing these stories, I didn't write it from the exact quotes that they said, only because I didn't want to plagiarize. So I wrote in my own little um, story. It says, so someone had their one and only encounter with a black-eyed kid. Mm-hmm. 
They were about 12 years old, sitting in their mother's truck outside of a hairdresser. The mother was inside getting her hair done. About 15 minutes passed by, and the 12-year-old sees a boy walking back and forth in front of the car. Okay. Thinking it might be somebody from school, they start to bang on the windshield to get the boy's attention, like to say hi or something. Um, mm. The boy turns around, starts walking to the car on the passenger side of the door. Oh, they tripping. Um, they quickly realize this is nobody they know. This is not somebody they recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, the boy walks up to the car and just starts staring at the 12-year-old kid. Black eyes. Ew. Um, yeah, so they, she, the person, I don't know if it was he or she, but the person, the 12-year-old kid assumes that they were just, like, staring, trying to frighten them, like, trying to make them scared or whatever. Right. Um, but all of a sudden, the black-eyed kid then says, you must let me in. The 12-year-old goes and locks the truck door and hides behind, like, in the middle between seats and mm-hmm. stays there until the mother gets out back into the car. Damn. Um, this was about five minutes later, and the mother comes out. She gets in the car, and she was like, it was really weird. Some weird-looking boy came into the hairdresser and was demanding to get the keys to the truck to let him in. <gasps> Of course, the oh. mother did not give the keys. Right, to this strange boy. Did she notice the eyes? Yes, she did say the eyes were black, but she was just, I guess, didn't think fully through. But she was like, yeah, some boy was in there demanding me to hand me, demanding me to hand him my keys. Ew, so he could get to the car and get the little boy. Because he was welcomed in by the mother. Oh, that's so... Have to be welcome in. Yeah, I love it. And that was my last story of the black-eyed children. It's so creepy. I love them. Yeah, that's so good. There's so many stories. I'm sure, like, so many... There's so many, like... Yeah. I could have kept going, but I was like, okay, this is... Yeah, you don't want to make it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Forever, right? But if you want us to do an episode, I am so down on just doing black-eyed children's stories. Like, that would be... That's... Badass. Yeah, that's cool. I would like to do that. Yeah. We could both get our own stories and then combine them. That way, we both obviously don't do the same one. But right. that would be really cool. I think that would be really fun. For sure. So, I hope you liked my story. <laughs> Your turn. All right. Were you about to say you again, bro? What? You were about to say you again. I, know, I don't know what is wrong with me. I'm, That's I've usually just my word. I've been saying it so much lately. No, I, I say it all the t- I've said it all the time for years, but I feel like on the podcast recently, I've been saying it way too much. I don't much. think I've heard it in a lot in the other ones. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's just like today. I'm know. just like, and like last week, I'm just like, ew. Ew. I know. I was like, damn. Creepy. Ew. <laughs> ew. Ew, I know. Right. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Let's stop. Let's stop. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think you heard me. You made eye contact with me. How could I not? Oh, shit. Okay. So, my story is about, um, I, I guess it's a, like, folklore slash, it has a little bit of true crime. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and it is about the Wendigo creature. Yes. Yes. Wendigo. I know. I'm finally going to do... Something other than true Hey, crime. we both did like a folklore. I know. Episode. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for us. Story, story. Not even planned. Wow, look at us. 
I'm grown up. <laughs> okay, so Wendigo. So um, it's spelled W-E-N-D-I-G-O. Describes a lonely man beast who lives in the forest waiting to feast on human flesh. And then there's also like another type of Wendigo. And it's spelled with an I instead of an E. So it's W-I-N-D-I-G-O. Mm-hmm. And it is a cannibalistic spirit that possesses humans. Oh, so there's like two different spellings with two different meanings. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I guess they're kind of, they can be kind of like, they're kind of com- combined mm-hmm. in a way. Um, the name comes from Wendigo psych- Psychosis? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a disorder which involved an intense craving of human flesh and the fear that the sufferer would turn into a cannibal. Does that make sense? So... I feel like I, I, I wrote that down weird. If they eat that person, that person will now eat other people? If... So, no, so it's like if... Um, so the person that, in, that craves human flesh... Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're scared they're gonna, I guess, turn into a cannibal, I guess? Does that... What if they turn into one if they crave even? I mean, if they crave it, it's different than actually going through with it. True, true, true. Okay. I don't know. I just got that off of Wikipedia. Just just keep going. (laughs) It was just that one line. Just just keep going. Okay. All right, moving on. (laughs) Both concepts originate from the Native American folklore... And have ties to cannibalism. So, like mm-hmm. I said before. Um, the Wendigo is a cold climate creature that's been spotted in Canada and the northern states like Minnesota. Ooh! <laughs> been practicing that all week! She, all was week. A, she put the accent on it and everything. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. That was perfect. Some locals who have encountered the beast consider it a relative of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. But from the pictures I saw, it did not look like no damn Bigfoot. Um, other reports describe the beast as more of like a werewolf than like a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Often described as a creature without like eyes, large claws, and an emaciated body. I said that right, right? Yes. If emaciated right. if you don't know what emaciated yeah, means okay <laughs> so it means like they're weak and thin and they're oh, you know okay. have lack of food or okay. they have illness so they like, look very malnourished and just, yeah like, like gross and, yeah gotcha. like super super skinny like you can see their ribs gotcha um others describe it like looking more like a skeleton with like ash tone skin and they eat flesh yeah. Oh, wasn't your one cannibal guy very... Yeah, in the face. Yeah. Very, like, oh, sunken I in the face. I just realized that probably sounded very disgusting to you Yeah, guys. that little so sorry. <laughs> I was slurping on my cheeks to make it look like... You know what I'm saying. Anyways, mm-hmm. go look at the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so this strange being is said to live alone in the forest and feed on human flesh. The Algonquian tribes called the Wendigo the spirit of lonely places. They blamed many unsolved disappearances at the turn of the 20th century on Wendigo attacks. So, you know. Yeah. They just. That's it? Yep, that's the end of my story. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) All all cultures 
um, the Wendigo myth appeared in shared the belief that human beings could turn into Wendigos if they ever resorted in cannibalism. So, okay, so, like, picture like this. It's like a creature. I get what you're saying. Yeah, now. it's like a creature that eats human flesh but can also get in other humans' heads to make them cannibals. Right, and then that, them them becoming cannibals could turn them into this creature? Yes, okay. would make them, could turn them into a Wendigo. Gotcha. Um, oh, you made me lose my spot. Sorry, you did it okay. to me just a second ago. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, um, or they would become, like, possessed by the, like I said, like the demonic spirit of the Wendigo. Like, often in a dream, it would happen, like the possession mm. would start. Interesting. Once transformed, like once the Wendigo was getting in their head, a person would become violent and obsessed with eating human flesh, which I've said that, I feel like I said that like 50 times. No, not yet. No? Okay. But... The most frequent cause of transformation into a Wendigo was if a person had resorted to cannibalism, consuming the body of another human in order to keep from starving to death during a time of extreme hardship. So, so like, um, people that were, like, stuck in, like, like, stuck somewhere in the freezing cold and they can't get any food and they had to resort to cannibalism... That's, like, a very, like, often case mm. that they would claim, oh, Wendigo got you, uh-huh. and it made you eat them so you would have to survive. No, you're yeah. like, no, bro, I just I just wanted to live. My bad. Hungry, he died that. first. I just he said I could <laughs> eat him. Yeah, right. <laughs> Among um, northern Algonquian cultures, cannibalism, um, even to save your own life, was viewed as a serious, like, like, I, like taboo, I guess, like, a crime, kind mm-hmm. of, like. Like, it wasn't right in their culture. Like, you can't do shit like that. Um, The proper response, instead of eating someone, would be to commit suicide or just let yourself die. Oh, God. Yeah. So. (laughs) I was was trying not to cough. (laughs) And it just escalated (laughs) to something a lot disgustinger. That's not even a word. Disgustinger. (laughs) Anyway, okay, so the Wendigo myth worked as a deterrent and a warning against resorting to cannibalism. So a lot of people thought, like, oh, it was just, like, so these people wouldn't. <laughs> Lucia, just cough. Just turn your head and cough. Clear your throat, whatever you need to do. I'm good. Oh, my God. She's, like, over here, like, I'm about to throw up trying to hold in this cough. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Uh, all right, keep going. Okay. Anyways, where was I at? Okay. So the Wendigo myth worked as a deterrent and a warning against resorting to cannibalism, mm-hmm. um, because you know they would become Wendigo monsters themselves, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyways, we're gonna get more to like the true crime part of it. So one of the most widely um, reported cases of Wendigo of a Wendigo spirit possessing a human is that of Swift Runner. That's his name. Cool name, right? Swift winner. Runner. Runner. Swift runner. Swift runner. Yeah. He sounds scary. Yeah. Swift he kind of does. <laughs> During the winter of 1879, a Wendigo um, ate Swift Runner's family. So he claims. Oh, but they think it was him. Mm, girl. Uh, Plot twist. Goosebumps. <laughs> 
Swift Runner was a Cree hunter. I think I'm saying that right. It's C-R-E-E. Um, and Trapper um, from the county north of Fort Edmonton. Do so like a Cree hunter. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to explain <laughs> it because I'm sure nobody has no idea what that is. So a Cree hunter is, you know, this was like back in fucking years ago. So he was like, he would like pursue elk, moose. They would set up camps and like follow buffalo herds, mm. like you know, like those like hunters, right? That like a, like a native hunter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. That's a perfect way to describe it. Yeah, so they would like set up camps and like follow herds, things like that. Take their family with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, they so it'd be like following a the tribute. food. Yeah, they were just following the food. Oh, were they nomads? What's a nomad? Oh God. I didn't even graduate school. <laughs> <laughs> a nomad is like somebody who doesn't live in the same spot for a very long time. They're yeah, always well they, moving. They always, it was during did the they, winter they would do that, but they always. They went back they to their needed, same house. Yeah. Oh, okay. the, And they would always have like their home. Okay. Actually, I think it was during the like summer, fall that they would go on these camps. And get and a whole do, bunch yeah, of food. Yeah, get some food. And then wintertime they would it. come back to their homes. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, so, um, Swift Runner, he was, like, a big man, over six feet tall, and he was very, like, well-liked in his community. He was, like, mild and trustworthy, a considerate husband. He was, uh, very fond of his children, but that was not enough to ally suspicion when he returned from his camp in the spring of 1879 without his wife and family. Okay, so I, I fucked up before. So it's during winter that they go and hunt to these camps, right? And then it's during the spring that they come back home. So I had it backwards. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay, I got you. Okay. So Swift Runner Mm -hmm. comes back with no family, right? He comes back after winter in the spring, and he doesn't have any of his family members. He has like, you know, kids and a wife, and he doesn't come back with none of them. No, none of them. Um, When he could not give like a satisfactory account of where their whereabouts were um his in-laws became worried so his like wife's family Mm -hmm. became really worried about that um and they called the northwest mounted police a small party of policemen went out to the trappers camp swift runners camp um and remember, this is, like, a long time ago, so the police really weren't... You said, like, 1800s? Yeah. Uh-huh. So the police really... It was, like, a very small, like, police... Right. There's like, no... Yeah. E- there's not really any evidence that you can right. really do at that time. Right. Yeah. And it... <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, so it was just, like... Yeah, gotcha. like, a very small police force Mm -hmm. um and while they were visiting the camp that swift runner said he was at with his family swift runner actually showed the policeman a small grave near his camp he explained that one of his boys had died and was buried there during the winter so while yeah as as far as right now he's only saying oh here's a grave my son he's dead in there Basically, yeah. Um, police opened the grave and found the bones. They were undisturbed. Um, oh, poli- so he wasn't lying. No, he was telling the truth. Oh, shit. There was okay. a small grave with, you know, his child's body. Uh-huh. Um, police continue to look around. And they start finding human bones scattered uh, all around the encampment. So, like, um, the police, they produced a skull, which Swift Runner willingly told him it was his wife. 
his wife's skull. Swift Runner then finally revealed what had happened to the rest of his family, and this is his claims. So this is his side of the story. Mm-hmm. At first, Swift Runner became haunted by dreams. A Wendigo spirit called on him to consume the people around him. So something was in his head telling him, hey, yo, dog, eat these people. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, yo, dog, (laughs) eat your family. We need them to go. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The spirit crept through his mind, gradually taking control. Finally, he was a Wendigo and no longer a swift runner. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Back up a little bit. So Swift Runner is no longer a human and he is now a Wendigo? He's a Wendigo. Weren't the cops just investigating him? Yeah, but he... So he just out in the open now? Yeah, he just... He had the Wendigo spirit inside of him. He became a Wendigo. And he... I guess he... He still is a Wendigo. So the cops didn't take him to jail. Well, gr- damn, girl, let me get I'm there. I'm sorry, I'm just... He's just running around butt naked now, naked or something? No, he's just telling... He's... he's <laughs> <laughs> or is he he's, still talking to the cops? He's still talking to the police. <laughs> he's with the police at the campsite telling them this story about okay, the window. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Finally... Like I said, he was Wendigo and Swift Runner no longer. That's <laughs> why you said it that threw me off. I was just like, wait, so no human. I just saw that on Wikipedia and I just loved it. It was like the best line. That was really good. Good job, Wikipedia. Okay. Then the Wendigo called um, up and ate his wife. Yeah. In his body. So, so Swift Runner is saying he's a Wendigo. And he ate his wife because he had the Wendigo spirit in him. Okay. Um, after this, the Wendigo forced one of, one of um, Swift Runner's boys to kill him, butcher his younger brother. While enjoying this grisly repast. So, like, while he was telling the story, he was, like, you know, into the story. Like, telling the story, oh, like, enjoying like, it. Yeah. Enjoying telling Enthusiasm, someone. Enthusiasm, just, yeah, this right. is what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the spirit hung Swift Runner's infant by the neck from a lodge pole and tugged at the baby's dangling feet. That, I know. I'm sorry. That's sick. They hung the baby. Well, yeah, Wendigo, which is now Swift Swift Runner. Swift Runner hung the baby. From a pole and pulled at the infant's feet to kill it. I guess. Like, you... <sighs> I'm very disturbed right now. I know. It, that one, that one, like... Yeah. That uh, one was a lot. Infant, come on, man. Uh, um, he, on. It was later shown that he had also done away with us, with um, um, his brother. He ate his brother, too? Um, I didn't say specifically if he ate him or if he just killed him. Uh-huh. But yeah, so his like, brother was on the excursion with them. Yeah, okay. and his mother-in-law. So his mother-in-law too. She also she died, died too. Yeah. God, he left no witnesses. Yeah. So in um, it was a total of six family members. So I guess that's yeah, that's why you know his family-in-law was freaking out because not only is their daughter is you know the the woman he's married to is missing, but also you know. 
the woman he's married to mother, so that's why it's mm-hmm. his family. Like, was it his brother or the woman's brother? Do you know? Um, I think it was. It says it was his brother. Okay. Yeah. I was At like, damn, she just lost her whole family. Yeah. Um. So in total, it was six family members. The trial began on August eighth, eighteen seventy nine. Eighteen seventy nine. Eighteen seventy six. The judge and jury did not view the Wendigo idea in the same light as the Cree people or Cray. I don't know which. I one. think it's Cray. I think it's Cray too. They didn't. So they were like, "Bitch, what the fuck is this. a goddamn Wendigo? <laughs> we don't got no part of this shit." Hell no. Nah. Um, they saw Swift Runner as a murderer, and Swift made no attempt to hide his guilt at all. He did not give not one fuck. He was quickly sentenced. Um, they quickly sentenced him to be hung. Good. My man is dead. Swift Runner ain't running too far now. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then here's another little, um, sorry. Is it another little story? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, another, um, there was, there was a lot of reports of, like, Wendigo cases, so I'm just giving, like, couple That's how I felt ones. about yeah. the black eye There was, yeah, there was so many, and I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna go over, like, the, yeah. like, the main two. Um, another well-known case involving Wendigo psychosis um, was that of Jack Fiddler. Mm-hmm. He was a Cray chief and medicine man known for his powers at defeating Wendigos. This entitled killing people with Wendigo psychosis. So um, he would go after people that he felt like had the Wendigo disease. Like, oh, they have Wendigo the in him. One? Yeah, like, he would see, yeah, the chief would see someone who looked sick, who was probably just starving. <laughs> yeah, was probably just starving. Yeah. And he would go and kill them, thinking, oh, they have the Wendigo spirit in them. They're going to want to eat people any day now. And he would just kill them off. Like, before the Wendigo even would get inside I have a them. question. Yeah. I don't know if you know. Was Swift Runner very skinny then when he did this? Mm-mm. Style? No, yeah. yeah, in the photos, he looked like just like a, a normal a normal man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Figure. Yeah. <laughs> Killer. He was just murder. Yeah. As a result of him, you know, killing all these people that he thought had Wendigo, um, in 1907, Findler and his brother Joseph were arrested by the Canadian authorities for homicide. Jack, which was Joseph's, you know, the chief's brother, he committed suicide but Joseph, oh, excuse me. Um, but Joseph was tried and sentenced to life in prison, which, oh, sorry, I have to sneeze. Bless you, purple. Oh, I gotcha. I don't even know what that means. It stops you from sneezing. It actually works. You did good, kid. <laughs> you did good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> So, Joseph was tried and sentenced to life in prison. He ultimately was granted a pardon, but died three days later in jail before receiving the news of his pardon. Damn. I know, right before. Do you know how he died? Mm-mm. Damn. I think it was just of natural causes. That Yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um, fascination with the Wendigo psychosis among Western um, psychologists led to a debate Controver- debated controversy in the 
80s. Um, some researchers argued that essentially Wendigo psychosis was a fabrication. People would just get sick and hungry, and there was no creature that was fucking making them. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Honestly, that's what I think. Yeah. Like, well, I think the Wendigo is real. You know... We can okay, have probably not. <laughs> but it's so a cool a story. No, um, a very cool story. Others have pointed... To a number of credible eyewitness accounts, both um, Algonquians, um, which is like the tribe, Mm -hmm. and others as evidence as Wendigo psychosis was a factual historical phenomenon. So people still claim that this shit was real. Yeah, that this shit like... Do they say it's still happening? No, but I don't... Well, I couldn't find any like cases recent on on it. Anybody know? I'll be like... Bro, I ain't no motherfucking I know, you just sick in the head. <laughs> you just ugly, skinny, and one of you people. Yeah. <laughs> um, the frequency of Wendigo psychosis cases deceased sharply in the 20th century. <laughs> yeah, as Algonquian people started to, like, evolve. Wait, was shit. it, it was still going on in the 1900s? Like, late 1900s? Do you know? Yeah, because oh, this, shit. um, not late, ni- no, not late 1900s, because the last case I found on it was in 1907. Okay. So not, okay. like, late. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it, like, decreased once they started, like, to evolve and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing that's, that's not what's happening. Right. People were just starving. <laughs> yeah, they were just starving and didn't have anything to eat. And- yeah. Resulting to the last thing any human mind, actually, let me not say right. that. Right. Don't know if my human mind will go to that. Yeah, I don't I'll know. I'll just sleep that's... until I die. Yeah. I feel like that's a... Honestly... Even if they were already dead, I yeah, couldn't I just feel like that me- If they were fresh dead, that might be another story. If I still I was, couldn't do it. If man. I was... Not a loved one. No, 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 no. Not even if somebody some... I don't know. I Honestly, still could just couldn't I'm not even going to lie. If you're a stranger and we went camping somewhere and you ended up dying and you... Gave me your permission before you died in the handwritten letter saying that I could eat you. In <laughs> a handwritten letter. I'd probably eat you to survive. I don't know. I don't think that my I definitely couldn't do a loved would one. Let me do it. I definitely would not do a loved one. Let me backtrack everything I just said. I would never do that. <laughs> I'm like looking at that. you and I'm like, Lucy, you're a sick fuck. I, I won't you know ever that? do that, okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that's a little bit much. I think I would rather just starve out. Honestly, and die. being a broke bitch now, when I'm hungry, I just go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, facts. Oh my god. I'd be going facts, to sleep. Facts. Fight the hunger, yeah. go to sleep. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up the next morning, figure something out. <laughs> so that is the story of the Wendigo. Good story. Yeah, and it, um, some of the pictures you look up, they're like kind of those creatures that have like animal heads. Like, mm. so, like, they'll have, like, human bodies, and, like, they're really skinny, mm-hmm. and then they'll have, like, a deer head, mm-hmm. or, like, some, sh- you know, some shit Some like weird that. shit, yeah. Yeah, like, something that you see on American Horror Story. Like, oh, that one creature. Yeah. Like, kind of like that, only way skinnier. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you'll have That's to... That's kind of like the, um... the photos. What's, uh... Oh, Baba Yaga kind of... Res- Mm, not really, actually. She was more of a witch type of person. Yeah. Well, there's other. Fo- there's like another photo too that it shows. It's just like a really looks like a really ske- like skinny human with a weird like. Alien it's because face their face is so. Bald. 
Is it because their face like is bald. so sucked in? Like, you can see every form of every bone in their body. Maybe that's why they yeah, look Yeah, like it's ribs. Yeah. And like, There's, like, photos like oh, that, too. That, that kind of hurts my heart. Yeah. That was a good story. See, yours was Yay. good. Like, yours yes. was good like mine. Yes. I think that was yes. a tie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a tie, man. Great well, story, Gabby. Kill beans. That was a very good episode. We both had lures for you guys instead of true crime. I know. Even though mine still had a little bit of true crime. But I can't. I'm excited oh. for my story um, the week after this because I'm doing. Don't say it. Yeah. It <laughs> I don't want people to don't Google say it. it. I don't want people I know. To I'm excited it. for mine too because but. mine is, um, in my opinion, a very good one and very heartfelt. So, so it's going to be a long ass episode is what you're trying to tell me. I feel like my, yes. ep- yeah, I feel like my part of the <laughs> yes. story is already kind of long. So yeah. anyways, we'll I feel like we're getting rambling. better though at these longer, longer yeah. episodes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Cause we was hitting like 20 minutes before. <laughs> we that was so <laughs> 10 minute stories. Each. Season one was not our time to shine. Okay. Yes. We doing big things. Season two. Big things. <laughs> we will hopefully have more updated um updated news with our merch store coming out soon as soon as i know something you guys i will let you know please support us we need to go far okay um i can't really think of anything please leave us please leave us comments voicemails likes, comments oh my god share us on your social media don't be rude fucking rude as shit if you don't do it so rude at least leave the voicemail just be like what's up guys you don't even gotta say that just be like i love you booze with booze love the episodes you come out with every week boom that's all you gotta say boom you're on an episode now that's all you gotta say man like it's not that hard just tell us that you love us god damn it anchor.fm backslash booze with booze um don't forget to follow us on our social medias we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on twitter we won't ever make a snapchat um but that's all those <laughs> <social media laughs> uh thank you guys so much we were on season two episode four already that is fucking insane um by this time i'm praying we will be at 800 listens and if we are at the beginning of this episode i will write a voice no maybe at the end it'll be better i will write a voice recording saying thank you again because once we hit 800 we're closer to a thousand once we're closer to a thousand we're closer to two 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 thousand two thousand two thousand um but just keep us going guys thank you so much for supporting us we hope to keep bringing you guys good stories and we hope you keep liking Uh, us and tune in next week for a good ass story yes bye bye if you'd like to be featured in one of our future episodes by leaving us a voicemail you can go to our website at anchor.fm backslash booze with booze or car booze with booze number at 832-409-3085. If you'd like to send us your hometown or your drunk, stupid stories, please send us an email. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All of our contact information and social media links will be listed in the description below. Bye. Bye.